0: Hey everyone, this is Tony. And this is David. And, and we we're are Two Dudes, dudes talking, talking Disney. Well, 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 wait a second. And actually, I, yeah, I think. We're, we're actually Two Dudes, dudes talking, talking Disney Talking, Disney, talking Universal. Universal. That's right. There's another theme park in town, and it goes by the name of Universal Orlando Resort.
1: That's right. It's uh, kind of like uh, the quasi evil nemesis of Disney World. It's, it's like the mini-me of Evil Nemesis, just one calorie, not evil enough.
0: There you go. So Dave and I just happened to be uh, within a couple of days of each other down at Universal. Um, we had finished up a Disney cruise and decided to do two days in the parks, and Dave took his family down.
1: We did uh, three nights at the
0: uh, Royal, Royal Pacific.
1: Pacific. Good thing you remember. Yeah.
0: The Royal, I was going to say the Polynesian, that
1: was the problem, the Royal Pacific Resort,
0: So uh, club well, level we'll we'll get into that but why don't we give everybody a little bit of history on uh the park first okay so uh
1: universal orlando was uh opened in 1990 as a single theme park uh theme park which was called universal studios florida it was a joint venture with universal uh entertainment and the blackstone group and uh you know going back obviously to our home turf uh, when universal announced that they were opening the park they did have a big uh big backer and that was Steven Spielberg. He was one of the the designers of the park, but it immediately shifted Disney into high gear and to combat the you know looming opening of another theme park, they quickly uh, basically by using the advantage of Reedy Creek and them owning their own government, quickly were able to turn uh and put out MGM Studios. So Universal uh at one time was seen as a very serious threat. To, to Disney, and then Disney immediately opened another park to combat it and battle this movie th- studio uh, right. battle, if you will.
0: And, and I think the interesting thing about both of those parks or studios is that they were both working studio lots at the time. A lot of the Nickelodeon shows from the 90s were shot there. Um, a lot of, uh, you know, Disney did a lot of work and a lot of animation at MGM, uh, you know, all of that has been shuttered now, but, but there were, they were actual hot sets on occasion. Yes, yeah.
1: You, you can catch stuff. Uh,
0: you know, Universal
1: Orlando still does some filming. Uh, when we were just there, they were filming, uh, wrestling.
0: Yeah. In one of the were, sound stages. So
1: yeah, you can go see that, but uh, it's not, it's, yeah, yeah, it's was, not high impact. Yes. Studios. High impact wrestling. It's not the, the full functioning, uh, movie studio that it was designed to be just like MGM Hollywood studios.
0: And a lot of that has to do with the fact that Universal uh, was originally designed after Universal Studios in California. Correct. Which was initially a Hollywood studio that had a back lot tour. Uh, now they've started to incorporate rides and attractions there. And the Florida park was designed as a theme park and a working studio to you know, draw some business away from Disney. So, uh, basically, if you look at the lay of the land, folks, there's
1: uh, two theme parks. There's Universal Studios, or Universal Orlando, or depending on how you know it, the old park. Uh, And then there's Islands of Adventure.
0: Which opened in, what, 99?
1: 99. And then uh, you have a water park. Universal, a few years ago, purchased Wet n' Wild. For those of you familiar with the Orlando area, Wet n' Wild was kind of the big water park on International Drive. It was the
0: granddaddy of them all. Yeah, it
1: was definitely, uh, uh, you know... They bought that, shut it down, and reopened it with uh, Volcano Bay. Um, we have not been there, full disclosure, neither Tony or
0: I. Yeah, I, I had no interest in doing it. They're no. still working out some kinks. Yeah.
1: Uh, and then, besides from that, there's uh, the City Walk area, which, uh, you know, again, like us diehard Disney fans, you know, you had the Universal open up the fake MGM. Then they opened up the fake Disney Springs, which is City Walk, uh, which is a shopping, resort, dining area that connects the two parks. And uh, then, aside from that, originally you had three hotels. Uh, now we're up to how many? We're up to six. About yeah, I believe there's six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven.
0: Uh, that's right, because the Aventura yes, Resort is, is scheduled to open in August. So,
1: uh, Tona, what do you want to do? You want to do the parks first? Do you want to do the resorts? You want to do the, the City Walk? Like, how do you want to do it?
0: No, let's just give a general feel. Okay. I, I, you know, going to Universal is in Florida is kind of like going out to Disneyland. Uh, Yes. It's it's, a a much smaller footprint. Uh, Everything is within walking distance. Uh, They do have a little bit of um, uh, boat transportation to get you back and forth between their uh, deluxe or legacy resorts. Uh, And there's also a walking path. Uh, If you're in some of the uh, other... Uh, Newer resorts, they have bus transportation. Uh, I I just think it's funny that the shuttle transportation just brings you to the parking garage.
1: Right, and then from there you've got. And then you have to
0: go up the escalator, across a moving walkway, through a security check. Uh, And if you're staying, all of the resorts have access to a walking path, uh, which will bring you to City Walk and then ultimately um, the parks themselves. Uh, I think it's great that the path um, has security. When you leave the resort path and get to City Walk, there is a security checkpoint there. There's a security checkpoint at the parking garage entrance. uh, And there's another, uh, there's actually two resort uh, security checkpoints. uh, checkpoints. Mm -hmm. Uh, So all of the checkpoints are outside of the park area. It, uh, you know, much like Disney has now moved their checkpoints to the Ticket and Transportation Center, uh, the ticket, the, the security checkpoints have been moved so that it doesn't really impact your entry into the park correct uh and and you know
1: looking at an overview i'd say uh a couple things you know right away like you said different from disney i, I think they're speaking of the entry of the park i think their entry to the park system their ticketing system uh it, is pretty atrocious uh for modern technology and again you know we're used to magic bands and people are saying that but even before the magic band when disney had the tickets you know we you wait in line to get into the park Because some people have tickets, some people have just pieces of paper printed off of their... PCs. Yeah, their computers, and then it takes a fingerprint, and then some people have to sign their tickets in front of the attendant.
0: Even as a resort guest, we were required, uh, we bought a package, we were required to go to the kiosk at the park to get our tickets. Right. Uh, We used our room key as our Universal Express Pass, which we'll talk about in a bit, Uh, but our ticket media was actual physical paper tickets. Yep uh which i had to sign
1: we uh we had an app you had the app we had the app we were i i don't know what the difference was we had a package also but uh we were allowed to do the park tickets via the universal orlando app mine might have been because it's a
0: travel agent maybe mine was a travel agent thing even but the girls were a separate purchase and they we
1: were able to do it through an app through you know app on the iphone so that was that was nice but you know again you're you get to the front of you get to the line and there's 10 people in front of you with you know uh, paper printed off of their PC that's been folded seventy-five times that now isn't reading the barcode and it's just you know that that's one uh difference. I and then they say. you
0: know they also use the biometric scanner, yes. so you got to put a finger on there. It, and then, yeah,
1: remember which finger? It's it's just, whew. but uh
0: and but, it's a, it's a much smaller entrance. Correct,
1: it's a much smaller area, much smaller entrance. The the again, Universal is a couple day. I, I think really no more than two nights. You know, we just went for three nights and the third night. I Hate to say it, because but we got in the car, and went to Disney. Because... Yeah,
0: you know they market it as a multi-day resort, yes. which it which it is. Uh, we did two days in the parks with one night in the hotel, and then we went to the airport that night because there's no sense in paying for a night that you're not going to use the park. I'm not going to pay hard rock Correct. prices, so it was cheaper for us to go to the Hyatt right in Orlando International Airport, and you know.
1: I I do have to say though, like you got to throw again, you got to throw an asterisk up there. When it comes to the, so what are the perks of staying in what are called the legacy resorts or as we normal, again, you know, sorry folks, we're a Disney podcast. We call the deluxe resorts the original three, Portofino Bay, Royal Pacific, and the Hard Rock is You get what's called Universal Express Pass. So much like Disney has Fast Passes, Universal has the Express Pass. The difference is uh, you you have your own separate entrance to all the attractions. And I, I hate to say the downside of staying in one of the deluxe resorts is you don't need to be there as long because of that pass. And I, I think if if we didn't have that pass, then yes, you'd need a third day in the park.
0: Yeah, there there's, there is no worse feeling uh, than having that pass and watching somebody in the standby line and you've just gone past them three times. Yeah, they get
1: mad. I love it.
0: Because you can get off the ride. There's no limit to the number of times... Uh, with the Express Pass Unlimited, uh, how many times you can ride an attraction, uh, and there are no stipulations like Disney where you can only reserve three in advance. Um, most every ride takes the, yeah, the, the pass. The pass.
1: Uh, they, they did block out, like when the Harry Potter opened, they blocked that up, and now Harry, the Harry Potter rides take it. And I mean, you know, we went to go to, to escape to Gringotts, the Harry Potter and Diagon Alley there, and the wait was 45 minutes, and both my wife and I were through the ride in 20, Yeah, you know, using the pass. Um, another, if you will, uh, pass that I think that Universal does better is their child swap is much better.
0: Oh, they have nice little child swap rooms in the ride.
1: So, again, going back, sorry to keep saying it, in Disney when you go to do the child swap, you know, we walk up to the ride, my wife and I tell the person we need a child swap, Katie has to stay outside while I go through the queue, go on the ride, get off, give her the ticket, she goes through the queue through the Fast Pass and gets on the ride at universal at the end you you go through the queue together as a family and then when you get up to the where you board the ride they have a room where you wait and then you know your your loved one goes on the ride it gets off and then you get on and i i think that's a much better system than yeah I, I agree with you it is uh, plus you know to the the you know again, Amelia being so small, going through the queue lines, at least she could see things. You know, she could see the the queue, she could see the ride, you know. It, it's a little bit more adventuresome for the kids, too.
0: Okay. And the other thing is, if you're not staying in one of those resorts that offer the Express Pass, the Express Pass is available for purchase as an add-on option to your tickets. It does get quite pricey, because I believe it starts out about seventy eight dollars high 70s low 80 dollars per day per person correct
1: and I, and I tell everybody i you know and people ask tony and i all the time for tips on vacations and i say if you are going to universal and you're going to st- go for more than one day you know look at the size of your party if there are four of you going it becomes cheaper to rent a room at the hard rock or rent a room at royal pacific for the night than it is to buy all the express passes and i i think you know I tell people all the time it's well worth it to, to spend just one night. You know, even if you're staying somewhere else, you know, spend the night, get there in the morning, check into the hotel, go to the park early, use the express pass, spend the night, wake up and do the park because you get the pass for the day you check in and the day you check out. Right. So as, a, as a
0: family of four, if you bought two, day, two day, a two-day ticket, uh, if you had to buy that express pass option, that's, uh, let's see, eight times 4 That's doing
1: some serious math
0: here. $320 a day uh times two days that's six hundred and forty dollars
1: correct and a room right now is about it's three four hundred dollars a night so it's pricey saving
0: money but even if you were going to stay in one of their value resorts you know you're looking at two or three hundred dollars a night and then you add that six hundred dollars a night on top of it for the express passes yeah like dave said you might as well stay at a a deluxe property or or legacy property for one night you're in closer proximity to the parks and you get that unlimited express pass yeah so, uh,
1: I guess, Tone, we'll jump into the parks. We'll just talk quickly about each park.
0: You want to talk parks or resorts?
1: Okay, what do I you do? You you? Pay. I mean, the
0: parks are more exciting. Okay, we'll do the resorts. We can do the resorts in, like, we'll like two people. minutes. We'll, we'll bore, bore people. people with with the resorts. So, like
1: we said, there are the three legacy resorts, as they call it, which are the three original resorts, are uh, Lowe's uh, Portofino Bay Hotel, which is made to look like an Italian Portofino uh, village, if you will. Uh, food's good there. There's some good restaurants there. Uh, gelato. Gelato is there. I, I the thing I don't like about it it, it is the most expensive of the three uh, legacy resorts but it's the farthest one it is it, you know like it it's it's almost a little bit of an annoying walk and so you, you know you, you have the option of taking the
0: boat and by annoying walk he means eight minutes right yeah you know uh, but they do have bocce courts yes uh, some really nice uh, well manicured grounds uh, they have an opera singer that comes out into the plaza every evening after dinner and they, it's a they perform oh, I'm sorry it's
1: a Piazza where it's Italy
0: oh. Okay, <laughs>
1: um,
0: and then there's your hotel, tone. Go the for Hard it. Rock. Yeah, um, that's where we stayed. Uh, you know, it's a uh, rock and roll themed, uh, really nice. Has an underwater sound system in the pool, uh, which is really cool. Um, it's probably a four minute walk to the park from there. Um, you know, it's a Hard Rock property. It's it's rather, you know, it's nice. It's a deluxe. Uh, the rooms were spacious. Uh, I thought they were pretty nice. Um, I believe a lot of uh, Universal's resorts are pet-friendly. Yes. They do have some pet-friendly options. Um, and as Dave mentioned, uh, both Portofino Bay and Royal Pacific are Lowe's hotels. Correct. So the Lowe's chain manages them. Uh, and then the Hard Rock is, of course, run by the Hard Rock uh, Management Group. Uh, Lowe's also manages Sapphire Falls, uh, which is the most recently opened resort. Yep. Um and the Universal has two other hotels, uh, one which is open, which is Cabana Bay Beach Resort, which is located right next to Volcano Bay. Yeah, it's it kind is, of like a,
1: a like I say Art Deco. Would that be the appropriate? Uh, like the
0: fifties. 50s... It's it's got a very sixties yeah, feel to 60s, it. Sixties. I'm like, sorry. I was off like if you've decade. ever watched uh, Goldfinger. Yeah. Uh, when it, Bond yeah, is yeah, in that the one. hotel I yeah, in Miami, that's exactly uh, which I believe was a, the Miami Hilton at the time. Yes. It looks very similar to that yeah. stylistically.
1: Uh, um i am you know we just got back with that royal pacific uh royal pacific again is is really again it's uh kind of like uh the polynesian it's uh it's you know got that like it says it's got that south pacific feel uh large pool area we stayed in club level club level was great uh, club level includes depending on the time of the day f- snacks drinks uh it was a continental breakfast that i thought that was definitely well well worth it especially with the baby to go down there and to be able to to eat in the morning and to uh have that little more private experience. Cool. So, uh,
0: and then there is. Uh, uh, let me just go back to Cabana Bay for a second. Sorry. Uh, Cabana Bay has um, a number of family suites. So, if you have a larger family, um, much like Disney's Art of Animation, the majority of the uh, resort property is. Uh, Multi, multi-room multi suites, which are a very nice option. And then they are currently building uh, Universal's Aventura Hotel, which I believe is scheduled to open in August. Yeah. Uh, and you can start booking uh, it now. I have say, if
1: it's open in August, they, I mean, it looked like they still had a lot of work to do. But um, I was shocked. I did not know that Sapphire Falls has uh boat access that was one thing i did not know oh, really? yes did you i, I, I didn't I, realize yeah it. Well, sapphire falls has boat access when
0: i was there they were uh completing they were about a month and a half from completion and i did not see any type of dock
1: yeah it uh, was uh or uh, yes yeah, so the sapphire falls is right next to uh royal pacific yes because
0: it goes royal pacific, pacific sapphire and, yeah, falls so. and then cabana bay because i would walk from cabana bay and i could take the boat from royal pacific yeah
1: there's a boat now at sapphire falls cool so. good to
0: know so good that uh yes, that we said, we said our, two minutes yeah we
1: rounded out our hotel options there
0: um and real quick let's just go back to city walk for a second sure and then yeah, we'll get to uh, the, the park so city walk
1: again like like uh it's a uh entertainment and shopping and uh f- restaurant district if you right. will and it connects it really connects all it's the center of universal it, it connects the parking areas to the hotels and to the the parks and uh you know, everyone's got their favorite restaurant. There's a Hard Rock, a uh, very large Hard Rock Cafe. With and a Coliseum. With a, Colise- uh, with a Col- uh, Hard Rock Live, like. I believe it is. Yeah, a, a stadium, if you will. Uh, but it's it's fun because they have, like, sit-down restaurants like Hard Rock.
0: Margaritaville. Margaritaville. A lot of chain, uh, chain restaurants Chain restaurants.
1: There. But they also have, like, uh, I don't want to say fast food, but like a Moe's, a Panda Express, you know, uh, places like that, too. So, you know, if, if you're on a budget, you know, it's not, you have to go sit down and eat somewhere if you're, you're, you're in a hurry. That. Uh, the the two new recent editions, um, one is the Voodoo Donut, and it, it was Amazing. the best donut I ever had in my life. Uh, they they just opened. The grand opening was a day or two ago, right. I believe. Uh, so we, you know, uh, I I like the plain chocolate frosted donut, so that's what I had, but the donut was just so fresh and so good.
0: I'm a fan of the Dirt Donut, which is uh donut with vanilla icing and crushed Oreos, which I think phenomenal. we had that too
1: actually I think Amelia had that one And then uh, the, the second newest offering there Is it's Dr. Toothsome's Chocolate Emporium Am I saying that correct? You are And uh, we went there and you know We, we had a save room for dessert We got a uh, cookies and cream sundae Which was excellent uh, you know, the food, we actually, you know, I had a Caesar salad and some the food, was nice. food was very good. was very good, Yeah, very good. Now, steampunk. Steam, I was just going to say, stealing, it's a steampunk
0: yeah. atmosphere. Did Did Dr. Toothsome come in and visit oh, you? Oh, we had the lady. Yes, yeah, no, yeah, is that that's her? her? Is that her? Yeah, we had, had the lady And her robot out, and her companion. Robot.
1: Yeah, she came out to see us. Uh,
0: there's also, uh, you know, a, a ton of uh, little fast, quick grab-and-go things. They have a Cold Stone, a Starbucks, uh, so most stuff that you some, would find yeah, in your some, malls. Yeah, uh, some
1: nightclubs, uh, like there's a Fat Tuesdays. Uh, there's you know the, the Margaritaville. so it is a, a, a section that at night is there's an adults only section with some of the bars. you got to be 21 to enter. Um, but you know overall, you know, it, it's a good spot if you need to grab food. If you're in the park, if you come out, if you're in the area, there's you know a large movie theater. There's a mini golf courses. There's there's a lot to do. Movie theater. We yeah, did. Yeah. I? I wasn't listening to you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, so yeah, City Walk. Uh, you know, it, it's much more condensed than Disney Springs, but it has a, a lot to offer on its own too.
0: And also, Blue Man Group is there. Yeah, if Blue you Man Group. want That's to right. see a performance.
1: It's the weirdest show ever. It is. Yeah. I, I didn't like it. I know. No.
0: So now... Now, to the we'll, parks. We'll get to the parks. To the parks, Batman. So and we'll start with the first park.
1: Which is uh, Universal uh, Orlando. The Universal Studios. Universal Studios of Florida. And uh, it was the first park opened in 1990. Uh, it was originally supposed to open in 1989. There were several delays, um, but they, uh, they finally got it open in 1990. There was actually some uh, serious issues with the entrance, with the beginning of the park. They had some massive problems with the rides uh, when the park first opened. it it barely had rides operating uh i believe like et um and king kong might have been the only two rides operating the first time we went and we went pretty quick after it opened um and then uh they there's actually if if you're into theme park rides the history of the jaws ride there so they built the jaws ride at universal hollywood jaws ride you go on a bridge as part of the tram tour and the shark attacks the bridge that you're on so universal took this one further and they put you in the boat in the water and the ride never operated correctly and it led to the ride being uh opened for a very short period of time then shut down and completely redesigned from the ground up uh, it actually was the most expensive theme park ride ever built and operated hmm. um But the the original lineup, you know, of of Jaws, King Kong, uh, the Ghostbusters, uh, Hanna-Barbera and the Jetsons, that makes you feel old, right? The Flintstones and the Jetsons. And then... um, E.T. E.T. is still there. E.T. is actually, I believe, the only attraction left from opening day. Um, You know, and it's separated like uh, a normal theme park into zones. When you walk in, it's the studio... Uh, then you move back, there's like a New York-themed, like a city-themed area. There was San which Francisco. Which is now a uh,
0: ride with uh, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon yeah. ride as well as the Mummy ride, the Mummy ride. that takes place I, in New I, York City. I've said
1: this a million times too. Mummy is a very good roller coaster, uh, but it does not compete with the Rip Ride and Rocket, which is probably one of my favorite roller coasters. At uh, the
0: front of the park. At the front of the park. No one in my family will do. Yeah, it's
1: uh, it's a good roller coaster. One of the things I like about it is your entire seat is covered in speakers, so uh, you select your type of music and uh, listen to it throughout the ride. Um you know, which is something a little bit unique. Uh, great drop in the beginning, good good times there. Um, you have a a little bit of a kid area, and uh, they have a Woody Woodpecker Fun Zone, which has Woody Woodpecker, uh, Barney, Fivel, Sp- Fivel from American Tail to date some of us. Um, some uh, I can't date you. I'm married. I know some uh, E. T. The E. T. ride's one of my favorites. I think if you if you if you look at. Uh, like it's a small world or Pirates of the Caribbean being classic Disney. I I think the only classic ride to come out of Universal is the ET ride. Yeah. Um, what about you, Tom? What do you like uh, in the park?
0: Well, we just rode the the uh, ET ride last week, and I don't know what those designers were, we're on uh... when they when they designed <laughs> that ride, but it, it goes downhill pretty fast. Um, um. So I'll you know as Dave mentioned, uh, you know there, there's kind of a standard theme park setup that you know disney uh developed um disney has their hub uh, universal has a lagoon uh so as you walk into the park uh the main area that's the studio section is called production central uh you'll find a lot of uh there's a mix there family rides uh and adult rides minion uh, mayhem is there minion now, Mayhem, shrek, which is a phenomenal yeah. ride uh, shrek is a 4d thing hollywood rip ride and rocket transformers ride which is pretty cool if you like I, I, simulators so and Spider-Man.
1: We probably should have had this conversation before we talked about the parks. But one of the things I I, I do not like about Universal is their reuse of a ride. And what I mean by that is, and, and for anyone who's ever been there, is, you know, uh, Spider-Man is Transformers. The Mummy is Escape from Gringotts. Uh, Kong, Kong Skull Island is, is the Fast and, Fast and Furious. And Furious. You know, or at least I have to say, at least in the, at least Disney's good enough to put their same rides on opposite ends of the country. Right. You right. know, you look at the, the same. You know, Disney yes has the same ride, but they call it the same thing usually. I mean, the only ride, I think that does anything different like that would be
0: Dinosaur and Indiana Jones. Dinosaur
1: and Indiana Jones, and now Tower of Terror and Tower of Terror. You know, they they rethemed it, but right. Uh you know that's one of the the downsides I feel like of uh universal is that they do that you know as much as i love the transformers and we grew up on them and you know cousin webb would be so excited talking transformers right now but uh it's spider-man it's the same ride you know it's just they change the theme and then the the new you know when we went down and they opened the escape from gringotts i was extremely excited and the minute i walked up and saw the ride vehicle i said it's the same as the mummy
0: right so yeah but we won't be a downer we'll we'll get no, into a little we'll bit of our little, yeah. overall thoughts so, uh, after i mean the don't fact. get me
1: wrong i still love the rides i just don't like the fact that they do that right um they like like uh, other theme parks they do put a nod into the old stuff uh you know there's a lot of history with universal you know uh they got rid of jaws but they moved they, they kept the shark the the shark hanging so you can go get your picture taken like you caught the shark uh if you go on the mummy when you come into the treasure room if you look to your left you'll see king kong oh. um you know, they, they
0: do, uh, they, they have... There's always a simple, yeah, nod, always a simple to, nod to, to what the was past. There uh. Now, I did go, they did close the Lucy Museum. Okay, uh, yeah. Lucille yep, Ball. Yep. And opened a Hello Kitty Hello store Kitty's in there. there. I didn't find any Lucy reference no, in there. No, it's, it's
1: in there. I'll bet you we got to find it. Uh,
0: so the the next section in the park is, is New York City, uh, which does include the aforementioned Revenge of the Mummy ride. They have a really cool Blues Brothers show. Yep. Uh, the guys do, you know, look and sound like Jake and Elwood. They, they drive through with the Blues Mobile uh and have a performance area and then race through new york with uh, jimmy fallon uh we'll, we'll, we'll talk uh, yeah, about that in a again, bit yeah uh,
1: i have to say though one of my favorite in theme park restaurants is in the new york area and that is uh flanagan's it's an irish th- there seemed like an irish bar in the middle of new york and uh the food is excellent uh my favorite thing is they take onion and they take french fry and they shred them potato i'm sorry i should say uh, and they shred them and fry them, and it gives you this, like, web of onion It's like a onion hash, ring, like a hash brown like, Yeah, of. yeah, it's it's one of my favorite, and I'm, you know, doing well on my diet, but, uh, you know, it, it is one of my favorite in-park restaurants mm-hmm. of all. So. And
0: speaking of restaurants, a, a lot of Universal... Uh, you know, when you go to Disney, a lot of people complain because the food is that kind of, you know, theme, theme park food. Yeah. But when you go to Universal, you'll walk in there and find a Ben & Jerry's. Correct. Uh, they, they Starbucks. Do, Starbucks. Like Disney, I mean. Uh, uh, they, they do bring in some, some third-party yep. uh, food providers in yes. there, so it, yep. it is pretty nice. Um, the San Francisco section just has the Fast and Furious Supercharged, which opened two, three two, days ago. Yeah, a couple days ago. Uh, we managed to get in on the preview originally uh, when we Earthquark. were there which was the yeah, earthquake section, the earthquake uh, San Francisco. It looks like you're, you know, GR is there. Uh, it looks like you're walking through Fisherman's Wharf. Uh, we'll go back to that one. Um, th- there's the World Expo, uh, the which is where Men in Black yeah. is. Uh, and then I, the...
1: I, I am a fan of the Men in Black ride,
0: though. I I'm do... not, a, not a big fan. No, well, you, yeah, you don't like spinning, so. Sure. Well, it's, it's a very <laughs> violent ride. I like spinning. I just don't like coming off with a, a pain in my okay. in my neck.
1: Okay. Um, um, and then uh, The Simpsons was in there, and, and also Springfield. You know, they built a replica of Springfield. You can go to Moe's Bar and order a Flaming Moe. Right. You can buy a Duff beer, you know. Uh, and Duff Gardens is Duff there. Gardens with Gardens the, uh, the Seven Duffs. Clang <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, w- and Kudos, Twirl and Hurl, was probably one of Amelia's favorite rides, which is really like a Dumbo, you know, like a, a, a ride, like the classic theme park ride uh, thrown in there.
0: Only with Kang and Kodo uh, harassing you yes, throughout the throughout course, course the of the ride. ride. Uh, we did eat at the Bumblebee Man uh, oh, taco, taco truck, truck. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, which was very good. Uh, as Dave mentioned earlier, the Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone uh, actually has an animal act. Uh, yeah. So if you enjoy seeing uh, how they train some of the dogs and cats and various animals used in movies and TV shows, they go over that. Uh, there's a sing-along show with Barney and Friends. I've luckily steered clear of that. So am I, yeah, yeah. Uh, Curious George goes to town It's a little water park area uh, Woody Woodhouse uh, I'm sorry, Woody Woodpecker, Nuthouse Coaster That will
1: go down in history as Amelia's first roller coaster Oh really? Excellent
0: so, yeah. uh, Fievel's Playland uh, Which my girls actually went on at ages uh, <laughs> 16, uh, 15 and 13 uh, They got a big kick out of it And then E.T.'s Adventure is over there um, One thing I, I don't think uh, That Universal has a lot of Is Universal in the 50s was known for their monster movies. Yes. Uh, they own they The Wolfman, the, yeah, the, the, the Mummy, The uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon, they, they, Frankenstein. They
1: used to have the stage show, The Beetlejuice's Review. That's where uh, The Fast and the Furious, now that's gone. They still have the Universal uh, Horror Makeup show, which, uh, obviously, Tom, t- t- we were wrong, that is one of the opening attractions. Hmm. Uh, it's just not that good. Correct. Um, Character... Go, Go ahead. I was going to say a lot say of character they... appearances throughout the day, and again, one of the reasons we went there was they have the minions. They have uh, right now. You'll see Woody Woodpecker, Scooby Doo, that crew, uh, Betty Boop, Marilyn Monroe, Doc Brown was out. My uh, girls had no around. idea who Betty Boop sure, was. Yeah, Beetlejuice was walking around. Uh, you can you do a meet and greet with Shrek and Fiona, the Penguins from Madagascar, Optimus Prime and Megatron come out. The Simpsons are out. Um, SpongeBob, Patrick, and Squidward. We saw them uh most uh recently they they do a, a parade and out of the parade you had uh the secret life of pets uh and also the minions with uh go diego go and uh dora the explorer uh so that was
0: as well as grew and yeah, vector yeah, and, and the girls the Girls,
1: yes from from there so that was uh uh you know the character the meaning greets were good i did find in the hollywood section which is where the old terminator ride used to be that's gone there was a terminator 3d ride uh, one of the windows Of one of the pharmacies Had an old magazine Rack on it And tucked in there Was Grace Smart's Almanac So I was very excited To find that little Hidden gem In the park Nice um, And then uh, I think the only land We left out Was uh, Their
0: newest land Their newest land Which is uh, The Diagon Alley uh, From the Harry Potter movies uh, It's the home To the uh, Station for Hogwarts Express Which will bring you Over to Islands of Adventure uh, which does require a park-to-park pass. Correct. And, they
1: get you on that one, man. <laughs> yeah, they do.
0: And uh, Harry Potter Escape from Gringotts, which uh, is a coaster-slash-dark ride-slash-simulator. Dark ride. Uh, 3D. You, know, you there's, know, there's a lap restraint, a chest restraint, 3D glasses. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, there's a lot in there. Yeah. It's a lot. But it's um, a great ride. A,
1: excellent queue line. Probably one of the best queues in the business, especially when you walk through the...
0: The bank. I would say the whole Diagon yeah, Alley. You know, oh, yeah. The whole... You yeah. know, I, I thought they did a great job with Hogsmeade, which yes. we'll talk about when we go to Islands of Adventure.
1: And he who shall not be named.
0: But uh, <laughs> Diagon Alley, uh, you swear you're in London and... And
1: walk in that alley. Yeah. And it, yeah, it opens up and you're like, wow. Uh,
0: and it, the entrance is hidden. You don't even yeah. know that it's there. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. Then talk about the, you know, the the drag, the fire-breathing dragon. Um, mm-hmm. Phenomenal. A great job in, as far as theming goes. Uh, and that's where, of course, where you can get your butter beer, whether you drink it frozen or uh, non-frozen. Do you have a preference? I do not. I thought the butter beer was absolutely disgusting. But... I, I enjoyed the frozen, <laughs> the unfrozen, not so much. But I uh, did it once. So since we're
1: we're in that land, I guess we'll use we'll get on the train. Sure. So, so let's uh, jump uh, you on can, Hogwarts Express. You can jump on Hogwarts Express. They actually have a really cool effect of going through platform nine and three quarter, where uh, if you stand in the spot and you can see the people walk through the wall. It's a pretty cool uh, effect that you can see and uh from there it's a it is actually a ride. you know you don't look out the windows of the train it, it's well you do you do out the look windows the windows of train. but they're you know it's a, it's a, it's imagined it's a ride and you you take that across to islands of adventure uh islands of adventure universal's second theme park opened in uh may of nineteen ninety nine along with citywalk it was uh what they did to convert universal from being a single day park to being a uh, a, a destination center. Um, one of my my favorite. Do you want to stay in Harry Potter? Do you want to start at the beginning? Oh, let's do Harry Potter last, just okay? Because that's kind of so. Uh, coming in the main entrance of the park, you're in the port of entry. So again, they're broken off in the sections. Port of entry has uh, no attractions, just some restaurants, shops, Starbucks. Most importantly, Guest Katie services. in the morning. Um, and then making the left, now comes to what I find one of the the funny parts. So uh you get to uh, one of the original lands in the park and that is Marvel's superhero island. And um what you know, we as Disney people know now is the the joke, if you will, is that you're in an island that's owned by Disney but in the middle of Universal. So uh the 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 caveat is that the the when Marvel made the deal with Universal, Universal owns the rights to all theme park attractions east of the Mississippi River. So, Islands of Adventure has Spider-Man, the Incredible Hulk, Captain America, the X-Men, uh, all walking around. Uh, also, another great roller coaster there is the Incredible Hulk roller coaster. I know it's one of Tony's personal favorite roller coasters. No. Yeah. He just likes hearing the
0: Hulk scream. Right. Uh, Cheryl had to do that solo.
1: Okay, yeah. I just... I did it myself solo. Um, and uh, also, you have Storm Force, which is pretty much a spinning ride. Another one of Tony's favorites. Uh, another ride there is dr doom's Fearfall, which is uh basically they're like big it's like the tower of terror but not in a building uh, right. it's, it's, just a sh- it's, it's a free, free fall, fall attraction right? yep uh then the, the, what was at the time groundbreaking and is, i think you know one of the best rides down in florida is the amazing adventures of spider-man which is a 3d simulator based ride on spider-man it's uh it's based on Spider-Man, but the cartoon series Spider-Man, really the the not like the Spider-Man you think of the movies.
0: Right. There's um, no. There's no Toby Parker. Right. There's, yeah, no, there's no Andrew Garfield. Yeah, it,
1: it's uh, it's you know, it's the the cartoon one, and and um, you know, there's a uh, some dining areas there. There's um. A lot of meet and greets, especially with the superheroes. You know, you can meet Wolverine, Storm, Cyclops, Rogue, Spider-Man, has his own meet and greet, and so does Captain America. But they're the comic book versions of them. You know, Wolverine is not Hugh Jackman chewing on a cigar. It's the yellow and blue Wolverine, you know, from the comics. So I'm a, a, a fan of that land.
0: Right now, um, from there, you go into Toon Lagoon. Which is an area based on uh, a lot of the cartoons from the earlier part of the, I'm sorry, middle part of the of the 1900s. Um, a lot of characters that people don't know from, no. <laughs> from King Features and Jay Ward. And a lot of people who know these characters might not know the Jay Ward mm-hmm. uh, uh, characters, but they're characters like uh, Dudley Do-Right, um, uh Popeye. Popeye, but Popeye's not Jay Ward. Right. Um, who else is there? So you, uh, uh, B- Betty, Betty Boop, Boop has a meet, there. And greet yep. there. Betty meet and greet there. Uh, Betty
1: Boop has a meet and greet. Popeye and Olive Oil have a meet and greet. You'll see uh, Kathy. Kathy has uh,
0: some stuff. Prince Marmaduke Valiant, is there. Marmaduke. So it, it, it's almost like an homage to your uh, Sunday funnies. Yes,
1: I would say open up the Sunday paper.
0: Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're walking in there. Um, my kids, of course, had no idea who any of those uh, characters were, <laughs> uh, but essentially that uh, that area just has two water rides. Uh, they have Ripsaw Falls, Dudley Do-Rite's Ripsaw Falls. Which is a log and, ride, classic right. log ride. And Popeye and Bluto's Bilge, Red, Bilge Rat Barges.
1: Um, uh, what do you call those? Like a raft ride. Uh, yeah, raft uh, ride.
0: family raft ride. I will
1: say one of the most entertaining things you could ever do in a theme park is located in Toon Lagoon. Each of the water rides has a little station. You buy a package of tokens. You know, you get four for your buck. And they have water guns that are strategically water cannons hidden throughout the rides. So when you walk over and put your quarters in or your your tokens in, you get to see where your water cannon is, and when the unsuspecting guests think that they've safely made it down the hill, wham! You lambaste them with a nice splash of water. Nice. It's very satisfying. It's really cruel. I love every minute of it. <laughs> uh, next, there's I, I I still can't believe they call this an island, but but apparently they're oh. now they're now calling the King Kong ride Skull Island. Uh, its own island, so they've they've added an island.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that. I they, I,
1: they, I, I yeah. I'd really like
0: to see them kind of you know it kind of belongs with Jurassic right. Park, right? It's
1: you know, um, and it,
0: conceptually it makes sense correct. to go with Jurassic it, yeah, Park, it so its position makes sense, right? Uh, but a standalone island is kind of a stretch, right? Uh, but Skull Island, of course, the home to King Kong, yes. Uh, which the movie opened up uh, in 2016, yes, and this ride uh, uses the Kong from this 2016 version, uh, and the building itself is amazing.
1: Yeah. The, the art, the, 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 the theming,
0: yes. Uh, you know, the gigantic doors, uh, it's an amazing, an amazing sight. Um, the ride left me lacking. Uh, you know, once again, it's relying on, uh, 4d screens, um, I can't really explain the ride, except if you're in a, in a It's, it's kind of like, it's
1: kind of like Kilimanjaro Safaris going through Star Tours. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Kilimanjaro Safaris going through Star Tours.
0: Uh, and the bus makes like one or two stops, and there's a couple of scenes, and then the big finale, and I couldn't believe it was over. Yeah. Um...
1: So moving on to the next island, as short as that was, you have Jurassic Park, which uh, was one of the original islands when the park opened. Um, it has uh, five attractions, right? So it says five main attractions. It the does. main attraction is the Jurassic Park River Adventure, which is uh, basically like the movies. You're going to tour the dinosaurs, and then something goes wrong, and everyone gets eaten. A uh, large drop at the end. It's a, it's an excellent. F- ride. It's a flume ride. It's a flume and, ride, uh, but it's, it's bigger. You're flume. gonna you're gonna get wet. You're gonna get wet, and it sits like five or six across compared to normal flumes. Um, from there, you have the Petrodon Flyers, which is a, a suspended steel roller coaster. But the unique thing about the Petrodon Flyers... Or
0: as I like to say, Pteranodon Flyers. I'm sorry, I don't have a degree in paleontology. <laughs>
1: Pteranodon Flyers. Uh, it's a steel roller coaster. And what makes it unique is um, you actually have to have a kid to go on that ride. You can't go on it alone as an adult. You need to have a, a child between 36 and uh, 56 inches. And uh, then you can go on it, but um, it's a
0: it's a suspended roller correct. coaster. So uh, you're flying the uh, pteranodons are above you, yes. and, you're and you're suspended, suspended in a way. seat. Uh, so there are two seats, um, and it's a roller coaster with dips and drops and turns, and it's an amazing ride. I'm very bummed that one of the riders has to be under correct. I don't know 48 yep. or 54 inches tall. Lily was just not short enough to do it. We so. did
1: not do it with Amelia. Uh even though she was tall enough. Um I just didn't like the fact that uh you're separated, you know. So if if while up there Amelia did not like the ride, you know, Kate, you couldn't get to your
0: your child, right, which right. uh you know. So I'm uh, going to have to rent out some kids yeah, next time. I up, go. Have to, yeah.
1: <laughs> hey kids, you want me to give you a candy bar and come with me on a ride? That'll that'll do well. My, my free yeah, candy he'll, van. He'll, he'll, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, so also, uh, there they have Camp Jurassic, which is really just a, a playground for kids. It's in the same uh, area as, as the Toronto. They Dawn fly fighters. over it, basically. And then um, above you, you have the Triceratops dis- uh, uh, Discovery Trail, which gives you some... Uh, the, it used to be there. I'm sorry. It's gone now, actually. it's uh, They used to bring you in, and, and you would see a Triceratops. And if you remember from the original Jurassic Park movie, when they performed the veterinary exam on it, they do that, too. Uh, that's closed and as of a couple of years, 2015 they opened uh the velociraptor meet and greet
0: which is awesome which is
1: awesome I mean it's one of the funnest things you'll do because it's a giant animatronic velociraptor that you get to interact with
0: if you get the right velociraptor
1: you, you have to get the right velociraptor it's all in the velociraptor yeah yeah so uh that's one of the I like that it's a it's a lot of fun caught um, great
0: pictures because you get to interact with the velociraptor I think I've got some video of us doing it, so maybe I'll throw some video yeah, yeah, up there. Yeah, I can throw
1: some pictures up there. Uh, if you go to my uh, Instagram page, I have a good... I did Fonzie in front of it, you know. I went to Fonz, a couple thumbs up.
0: Nice. While being, but, would that be your personal Instagram personal page? Personal Instagram, or, yeah. Or, or yeah we can put, put it over it on the, the two dudes. I'll put dudes. it over to the two dudes one. There you go. So
1: um, so then the next uh, land... Island oh, wait, you left off the big, the big building, the oh, Discovery Center. Oh, sorry, Discovery Center, yeah, which is really from the movie. You know, the main Discovery Center, there's a quick service... Restaurant on the top, and then uh, on the bottom, there's kind of like a fake science center.
0: No, it's it's the hatchery. It's the hatchery. They're, they're yes, really oh,
1: um, Amelia did just watch a baby Velociraptor hatch. Uh, the 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 dinosaur actually hatches out of the egg and emerges, and, and she thought it was amazing, and and she talked about it. You know, we saw the baby. We saw the baby, and and I, you know. At some point in her poor little life, she'll realize she'll she was she was scammed. But, uh, you know, uh, there's some. It's like you know, again, it's like the Discovery Center from the movie where there's the hatchery. There's different things. Uh, we had a good time in there. I mean, you got to do some dinosaur poses. And there's some
0: science stuff. Some
1: si- there is some actual science stuff. So you in there learn. Too. Uh, next comes what I call a game changer in the theme park industry. I think you would agree. I agree. So, um, in 2010, I'm sorry, in 2007. Universal announced that it had secured the licensing rights from J.K. Rowling mm-hmm. Rowling, Rowling, for the Harry Potter franchise, and they opened up uh, Hogsmeade, right? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a Harry Potter guy here, folks, sorry. Um, and they built Hogsmeade with uh, Hogwarts at the top of it and created an entire land of, of Harry Potter. And this has really set off an arms race in the theme park industry because up until this point... You know, usually parks uh, built a single attraction, and this is what kind of made the push to now fully immersive themed lands. And, uh, you, you know, Harry Potter was the, the, the first shot. Uh, you know, Disney fired back with Pandora, then uh, Universal fired back with uh, Diagon Alley. And now uh, Disney's dropping a nuke uh, hey, called Toy Story uh, Land. Called, well, they're, they're dropping a big bomb called Toy Story Land. And they're about to drop a nuke called Star Wars Land. So uh, it, it's definitely in the theme park industry a, a major game changer, and it, that it's fully immersive. I mean, nobody's out of character at any time. You know the the what and what is sold there, what is uh, made there, what is done there is fully in character. You know, you can't go in and buy a bag of Doritos and and. Hogsmeade, you know,
0: but you could buy, you know, uh, the a chocolate bird, the, frog, the, right? and, and the birdie-bots, <laughs> yes. uh, stuff, uh, you know, Dave is right, you know, it, it's probably some of the best theming, uh, that I've seen. I mean, I, I, I've watched the movies, I'm not into
1: it as much, my, my wife is not into it at all, but, uh, you know, like she says all the time, it's still an amazing place to go visit, because the theming is just so amazing, that, it, you know, when you get in there, you know, that you go into Ollivanders and they pick out the wand, it, it is amazing. The wand picks you. Yeah, yes. I believe. I'm sorry. I believe the wand does pick you. So a uh, couple rides in there. The, the, the smallest of the group is the Flight of the Hippogriff, which was actually a repurposed line. This was a—Harry uh, the, the Potter was originally uh, part of uh, another land that I cannot—I'm having a, uh, a mental block here— it was part of a another the lost continent i believe which was the it's still there just not as big and um they re recycled the ride so it was a small kids roller coaster called the flying unicorn and they turned it into flight of the hippogriff um you have like i said you have olivander's wand shop uh, the hogwarts express which we talked about brings you back over to uh the universal studios florida and then uh the big ride that they opened there was the Wizarding World of Harry Potter
0: and Harry Potter, excuse me, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, which is a phenomenal ride. Uh, do you go on that? I do. Really, I'm proud yeah. of you. Uh, amazing ride vehicle uh, that will flip you and twist you and throw you around in ways you didn't think a, a ride could. Uh, it's not a roller coaster. No, it's it's, it's very not a vehicle. No, it, it's well, a it very, is a vehicle. Yeah, it's but... a
1: very unique ride system. Uh, I think of it as like a, a, stick, a, track to, a, tra- a, a stick attached to a track with a, with a hand. Like a crane at the end of the, arm almost. Yeah, like a crane arm on the end of it. It's a very difficult ride to describe, but it is an excellent ride. And walking through Hogwarts School uh, to get to the ride, again, one of the most awesome cues that you'll go through, especially if you're a fan of the Harry Potter movies. And uh, the, pictures, the, pictures the pictures talk, talk to you. you the, the, yeah, all the, all the stuff you see from the movies there. The uh, the other ride that used to be in the the area was the Dragon Challenge, which was originally dueling dragons, but that closed uh, last year, and it's it's gone. And now they're going to build a Harry Potter themed roller coaster. Uh, now you know, a little bit
0: of, a little bit of trivia on that ride, if you want to throw it in.
1: Which one are we talking about? The uh, the
0: Dragon Challenge. Yes,
1: it was uh, it was dueling dragons at one point, and uh, it it was there was two roller coasters side by side it was fire and water fire and fire and, fire and water fire it. and ice
0: something fire and ice or of water
1: some form of, of water and um they they dueled they went simultaneously and then due to several incidents of people being injured most notably i believe it was fabio right was hit by some type of debris in the face uh, which actually caused a major news story. You know, Fabio got hit in the face; he was bleeding from the ride. That's when they decided to stop them from dueling, and they just went
0: right. And and the timing of the the release of of each coaster, they're on separate tracks, and there was a very near miss. Yes, a, and a,
1: they it was a you know. Uh, you know, you, you came within feet of each other and, and said they got rid of that And they're building a new ride right now
0: But the big trivia on that ride that What's Dave the, didn't pick I'm up sorry, on I'm Is sorry. where was that part that uh, Coaster originally designed for
1: Oh, that's correct That actually was originally designed for uh, Beastly Kingdom in Disney's Animal
0: Kingdom Which was never made Right,
1: and, uh, and the Imagineers that left And went to open Islands of Adventure The next and what I can only describe as The most confusing land Is the Lost Continent uh, it's myths and legends, and it's, it's divided into two sections. Uh, one is like an Atlantis type lost city, and the other is like an Arabian marketplace. Um, there, uh, there's two live action shows, and it's uh, the first one is the Eighth Voyage of Sinbad, which is a live action stunt show, and the second show is a... am uh
0: I'm gonna go with uh, Poseidon's
1: Fury. Thank you. Yes, Poseidon's Fury, which is a. I don't know how do you describe Poseidon's Fury. It's a special like effects yeah. show.
0: It's, you know, the the walk up to that um, is awesome. Is amazing. Yeah. you would think you were in Atlantis yep. or some type of uh, city by the sea. Uh, there are uh, statues that have tumbled and cracked, and uh, you know, it looks like a, a giant tidal wave or some type of misfortune has hit the area. And it's a good size footprint. Yes, yes. You know, considering there's not much space nope. in Universal Resort.
1: Um I think too, one thing to note about the Lost Continent, it's home to uh if I'm gonna say it right, Mythos.
0: Which is the which is the best a, which restaurant. Which is a, a full
1: the yeah, it's a, a full service restaurant and it's actually rated as as the best in theme park
0: restaurant. Uh and it's been for consecutive years. Theme parks like around yes, the world. Around the like world. number yeah, one yeah. in the world. So Uh, But Poseidon's Fury, going back to that real quick, is is like a great theme, but once you get in there, it's like... Disappointing.
1: (laughs) I was going to make a really bad joke there.
0: It's it's like, you know, you expect Gone with the Wind, and you get a sci-fi channel movie. Yeah, yeah. You know? You know. It's pretty much what Katie gets. A lot of (laughs) build-up,
1: but no performance at the end. Um... (laughs) And then the final land coming around the park is the Dr. Seuss Landing. Um you know one thing Universal was never afraid to do was to license uh other products that they don't own. So one of the big ones you know like they did Marvel, they now they have Seuss Landing. It's uh, all Dr. Seuss. There's um several uh different um rides in the area. Uh, a couple of them are I I think Cat in the Hat is a is a probably now Again, probably up there with ET as a classic universal ride where you 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 know you do the Cat in the Hat, and it's kind of like Mister Toad's Wild Ride where it's a little spinny, it's a little fun. Um, what's your uh, favorite of the Seuss landing
0: Seuss landing rides? Oh, good lord! We enjoyed the uh, the trolley, which is the High in the Sky Seuss trolley. Yep, uh, it's a two two tracks so there's two different ra- versions of the ride yep uh that take you maybe 15 20 feet above the land through the land great
1: views of the rest of the park yeah, uh yeah. we just you know, amelia just loved it we loved it we haven't we've never actually been on it before this was the first time just because uh it, it, it was for a while it was dormant when the park opened they never finished it it was a different ride and uh, they finally reimagined it and did it differently uh, I was a fan of one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, which is a spinning ride. Uh, but the the neat part about it is there's actually a riddle that as the ride goes on, uh, water effects turn on. And if you don't listen to the riddle and go up when they tell you to go up and go down when they tell you to go down, you get soaked. And that's your own fault. Right. Um, and that's pretty much coming out of Dr. Seuss Landing. There's a, a kid zone called If I Ran the Zoo, but that's pretty much it. And then you're back. The in, carousel,
0: they have a carousel. Oh, there. yeah, the Sousa
1: Cell. Yes, the carousel. Uh, what's a the theme park without a carousel? So that brings you back um, to, Port to the Port of Entry. And, uh, you know, again, it goes around in a loop. You know, and it's funny because I was talking to Katie about I don't uh, I don't understand how Universal. It, it, we, we went, we walked on every ride. Again, we had the Express Pass. The parks weren't crowded. They weren't Disney crowded. So I, I started wondering, like, how? And I knew that Universal's up there in attendance in, in the list of theme park attendance, and it's in the top ten. Um, and what what I discovered was which was to kind of to my amazement was the the you know the magic Kingdom brings 20 million guests in a year you know so you're looking at uh, you know Walt Disney you're bringing in 20 million people into the magic Kingdom you know Universal brings less than 10
0: right I think Island, islands of adventure brings in 9.2 million and Universal Studios brings in 9.8. Which I think ranks them uh, nine and ten, yeah, they're, in, in the industry.
1: And I believe that they're, um, you know, they're so, you know, more people visit Hollywood Studios, which now is the lowest attended park in Disney for the next month, um, than visit both Universal parks. So I, I think that is one of the reasons why. But you you don't feel crowded there, you know, the, especially with the Express Pass, you're you're through everything. Uh, again, I think Universal is a great three four day trip tops if you throw the water park in there. Um, I think one thing that that does is it doesn't give you a good experience for the food in the restaurants because there are a lot of
0: restaurants to eat, but not enough days to eat at them. Right. And, you know, like Disney, Universal has a dining plan. Yep. But if you get the dining plan, it's not valid in the parks. It's only valid in your resort. Uh, one thing I do like is they do have a refillable mug program. Yes. Which is available in the parks, but not at your resort. So if you pay a single price, your refills are free. Which,
1: you know, for me, as you know, I'm, I'm a huge Coca-Cola fan. Um, it was a great time for me to give up soda right before going to Universal.
0: And of note, I should say that that refillable cup program, uh, all across the park, uh, Coke Freestyle machines. Yes, all so, over, like a know, lot,
1: like it's not like, you know, some, res- some places we go, there's one or two. They were all
0: over. Right. They did a very g- good job with that um some other things to to take I, note of yeah i
1: think the 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 one of the big draws that universal has is you know disney very kid friendly uh universal does halloween horror nights and they've done them i think they're well over 20 years almost as soon as the park opened and it's uh it, but it's a it's a you know september october or um, you know early november halloween event and and they're legit haunted houses yeah. you know and they they usually take uh recently too they've started taking Uh, products that are you know the walking dead uh the house on the hill like like um there's always a theme each year yeah the purge like some of the more popular horror movies and turning them into the haunted houses and i i think it's definitely i've never done it um it's something i've always wanted to do and with the amount of times we've gone it's just the the problem is trying to find a way over there but they're you know for those of you who like that scare that's a, a big thing that they do
0: which of course it's a separate ticketed Correct. event,
1: you know, but it's in the park, so it's kind of just like, just like Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. This is the other side of that coin,
0: right? Uh, they also do uh, after the Macy's Holiday uh, Parade and at Thanksgiving, uh, they bring the balloons down to uh, Orlando. They do the parade down there during the month of December. Uh, also known uh, for their Mardi Gras yep. series that they do, they have parade floats uh, and whatnot on a daily basis. Uh, they also do for those of you into Christian music, rock the universe. Uh, they have a summer concert series, and then their newest uh, hard ticketed event is a celebration of Hardy, Harry a celebration of Harry Potter, uh, which is a three day weekend at the end of January.
1: And they they do bring all the A list celebrities to that, much like the old uh, Star Wars days or ESPN days and Disney. You know, you go to the the celebration of Harry Potter, you're getting the majority of the, the main cast and, and creators and directors there.
0: Yeah. So now let's talk about... Uh, sum it up. Did you like it? Do you, do you uh, not I like mean, it?
1: I mean, I do. It's just, you know, like, I don't see us going back. Well, I shouldn't say that because we have a, you know an almost three-year-old that we're talking about on the next trip to Disney and she wants to know if she could see the cat in the hat. But uh, I don't see us going back for at least a, a few years, if not more. Um, it, it's, you know you definitely it's for that it, it, it's got more thrill rides the, the thrill rides are duplicated basically but um i uh yeah i just as much as i do like it i like universal i like the rides i like the food i like the attractions it's just hard to go there repeatedly because you could do it so quickly
0: agreed uh you know our last trip was maybe four years ago um but we don't need to go back for another four years uh, you know whereas uh, for us, for our family, Disney is a multi-day destination that we can do once or twice a year. Um, you know, Universal is a multi-day destination, but I just don't see the draw there on a on a yearly I mean, yeah, basis like, for
1: like, us. Like like you have at Disney,
0: it's a it's a nice thing to do if you know you do a four-night cruise and you have a couple of extra days. Um, I'm not really a big fan of splitting a Disney trip and a Universal trip just because uh, especially with Disney, the longer you stay, the cheaper your tickets Correct. are. Yep. Um, same thing with Universal. If you're going to do one or two days, your ticket cost is high. If you stay a little bit longer, your ticket price decreases. But if I'm going to go for a if I'm going to go for a longer vacation, you know, it's going to be Universal, SeaWorld, uh, maybe Legoland, Busch Gardens, uh, Gatorland, Gator uh, Holy Land. <laughs> yes, uh, you no. know there are, there are plenty of other options and drive to do there, um, but I I can't see going there year after year. Yeah, you I know?
1: um I, you know what too At Universal Resorts they're good for a pool day. They're the, the all the pools are huge. There's plenty of seating. They rent cabanas. Uh, again, you know three four days tops. tops. And and again, uh, I got I, can't, I feel like I'm saying again a lot, and I almost just said it right there. We we did four days, and we got there uh, Tuesday morning, and by Friday afternoon, we got in the car and went over to Disney because we were just, it was the same thing. We went on Cat in the Hat. There was no line whatsoever for Cat in the Hat the whole time we were there, and that's the regular queue or the express pass. So we went on it, we went on it, we went on it. Same thing with uh, One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish, The Mummy, um, Transformers. It was just you went on them, you went on them, you went on them, you went on them. Right. And you, it, as great rides as they are, you get bored
0: with them. Yeah, you know I would say the pluses are if you're staying on property, the Universal Express Pass.
1: They, they, yeah, they, they uh, definitely uh, take care of you better.
0: They do. Yeah, uh, a great option. Like I said, I like the the cups. Um, I do enjoy, uh, you know, the the smallness of the resort, the ability to walk uh, to the theme parks without having to wait for buses or transportation. One thing I didn't like, and I, you know, we were there for what is considered to be a spring break time. Mm-hmm. Um And a lot of the stores, and, and you were there three days after we were, two days after we were, um, we found a lot of the food locations to be either understaffed. Uh, yes. You know, we went to buy pretzels, and they have, uh, you know, Auntie Annie's pretzels stands. And there were maybe four people in back uh, in the kitchen area. There was one woman making pretzels, and then the woman at the register was taking orders serving orders, assembling orders, and it was just a nightmare process to get through. Uh, you know, there were registers that were, or or locations that were unattended, unattended that definitely yep. could have used an, an attendant there for the crowds. And we went to one place and we were che- treated with such a nonchalant attitude um, that it was like, you know, are are you working here? You know, this one was just leaning up against a pole. seemed very bothered by the fact that we came to her. You know, to buy an icy, and uh, you just don't get that same feel uh, that you do get you do from get at Disney. I, you, you don't get that Disney service. I agree.
1: You get that. I, I will say uh, we checked in check-in time. Like Disney was four p.m. Uh, we arrived early at eleven. We checked in. We were given our information. Uh, we were given our express passes, which are your room keys. Again, I feel like when you're at university, you have to carry a lot of stuff. It's not just the magic band or one card. You have your room key. You have your park ticket. Put our park tickets on the app. We headed to the park. Uh, they told us room will be ready by 4. 4 is check-in. We went back at 4. Room wasn't ready. Uh, 5 o'clock came around, still nothing. Finally, the, the lady made a joke to me at the front desk that the cleaning staff goes home at 5, so the room's got to be ready by 5 either way uh we again too we were staying in club level which meant we were paying extra we uh finally at quarter after five we got a text that the room was ready so when we made it we had gone out to dinner when we went back uh, to the resort i made it a point to go down to the front desk and find the manager and i i you know ex- explained my uh, one thing that i i was shocked about we were not greeted at all by anybody we pulled up to the front we rented a car we pulled up unloaded our luggage not one person came over welcome to the you know universal Orlando. welcome to uh royal pacific we i said so i explained to the manager you know from right when we pulled up nobody greeted us nobody made us welcome. we went in we checked in where room wasn't ready so the, the manager took it all in and he looked at me and he said sir i have absolutely no excuse that should not happen he says i apologize tremendously and he proceeded to throw a few uh, curveballs at me, uh, you know, gave us things for free dinner, uh, gave us an extremely late checkout for Friday, actually let us stay until we had to leave for our flight. So I, I have to say, as much as I thought we had a problem and I was already, the, the customer service, at least at the uh, Royal Pacific, was amazing. I mean, I was very pleased with with their answer, you know, uh, and we know, you know, we work in the business world and, and, you know, the supervisors usually take the brunt of the complaints, But but this guy was very apologetic and he admitted that it, it shouldn't have been. But he made good on it, so uh, it was a good experience at the end. But like we keep saying, it's three, four days top. Right. You know, th- there was a couple up in the club level; they were there for two weeks. Man, I didn't know I'll what. I bet they were. they were British. Oh yes, they were. But I didn't know. I said, boy, those poor people. I don't know what they're gonna do.
0: Well, I'll tell you what we'll do in another three or four years. We'll uh, give a follow up show. <laughs> and uh until then i'm tony and i'm david and we're two two dudes dudes, talking 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 disney talking universal